doing this never gets any easier. We've literally been sitting here for like 30 minutes with the, the mouse on the record button trying to figure out what to say. We need to come up with a better intro. I don't even know how we start. Like I tried to put the music in the last episode and it worked, but not really because it was too long. Yeah, I, I would say that. That was probably well. It wasn't even a, necessarily a bad thing. It was good music and everything, but it was a tad bit long. This is episode nine of the Introverted Intuition Podcast. I am Jeff. This is Mike. And you know what this podcast really needs though in the beginning? Like you know how like some of our favorite podcasts they have like the sponsors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They start off with like the ads and stuff like that. I mean, obviously we have to become more popular and stuff like that, but. I would just love to like read like an ad from like, uh, like, like McDonald's or something like they sponsor the podcast. Or well, I mean, I you always can. I don't know how to do that. I about that, but I don't know how to get sponsors though. I think they reach out to you, but if they, if you just if they just see like you're doing something big, like they'll yeah. just reach out to you. Who would you want to sponsor the podcast? Like, like what company do you believe in? Anybody who's willing to pay. <laughs> I, I really, think, to be honest with you, <laughs> I don't know what like any companies or things I really support a lot that I would I really am passionate about that I want. I wouldn't mind Fye. Fye, yeah. Or like like a like the movie theater AMC. Like I love the movies. Like I go to the movies a lot. Like mm-hmm. cut the check, AMC man. Speaking of that, checks? Or no, movie? no, uh, the movies. We went out to go see the Tupac movie. All eyes on me. And. uh... Needless to say, uh, it, was, it, it wasn't disappointing, but I, I guess since it was uh, so hyped up of a movie, you expect everything to be the best of it, but... You know, I think the problem is, I think Tupac was, like, so big, like, you can't do... Certain artists, you can't do movies on because their legacies are too great, mm-hmm. too sensitive. Like, Michael Jackson, Tupac, Prince, like, those few you can't do a movie on because they were so great. And like you said, like the hype of the movie was too real because people expected something great because Tupac was great. Mm-hmm. But that movie was sad, man. Like it it, de- it it depressed me, but I did like it. it's not as good as Notorious. Yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. All right, so let's talk about like what you what you like about it. What I liked about it, um, mostly really just like I mean I liked it because it was Tupac, and um, I, I want to say his revolutionary side was in there, but. It actually really wasn't, in my opinion. It was in the beginning, but as he got older, like it seemed like, yeah, it kind of seemed like that was fading away a, li- a little bit. But as we all know in real, in real life, he was involved in a lot of controversy and stuff like that. So it feels like uh, the movie uh, went off of a lot of those and stuff like that. And I do like I think the movie was like almost like two hours. Like, yeah, it was like two hours, and like twelve minutes. Or something so like of that. course you can only fit a certain amount of stuff in there, but. They kind of rushed like the beginning stuff. Like, they absolutely did. From his childhood, he went. Would you? And then he went on tour like immediately with uh, what was it? Who's that? Desert uh, Underground. Desert Underground. And then he was he was Tupac, like mm-hmm. as everyone knows him. Like they kind of rushed the story a little bit. And, yeah, and they left a lot of um, a lot of questioning out, which kind of is the way kind of how Tupac went out and stuff like that. I'm not, and I'm not talking about his uh, his old murder thing and stuff like that, but like um, a lot of things that happened in the movie itself. Like I don't want to give. Too much away, but um. Well, actually, think, should, should we do the spoiler alert? Like, yeah, we could. You could do spoilers because, like, I mean, for the most part, you know how it ends. Tupac dies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everything in between then is you could look up online. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we could talk about it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
Well, it goes well back to what you originally said. Um, what I like about the movie, the movie to me, honestly, it wasn't a bad movie. Like if I had to give it one out of ten, honestly, I would give it about a five. Five. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I think I do the same thing, and um, the the acting, like the act, no, the actors. I mean, the actors were good in acting. Mm-hmm. Like they picked, they had good choices for the good roles, but it's just like. Whoever was like the director and the writer, like they missed out on a lot of good, good content they could have put yeah. in the movie. They did leave a, they did leave a lot out, but and it wasn't like um, it wasn't like they left like stuff that was like people already knew. But that was one thing that they were trying to go for was that uh, things that people didn't really know. Yeah. And so the things that they did leave out that me as a fan I already knew. I felt like they should have put in there. Like they didn't put in there that he was married while he was in jail. Or that he was a ballerina. <laughs> yeah, like in, in um, high school, like Tupac did take ballet at uh, Baltimore's performance um, arts. And of course with Jada too. But like, um, I feel like the way they introduced the uh, Jada too, like they could have made that part a little bit better too. That was like just for the movie. Like that was it wasn't like the truth. That was like for the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, of course they were just friends. But like in the movie, it seemed like Tupac was like kind of flirting with her at the same time, like, flirty, but, like, they were still friends? Uh, a little. Like, I, mean, I got that I, weird, like, flirty vibe. Like, I felt like I was jaded, like, getting hit on by Tupac at some point. It was weird, like... You felt like you were getting hit on by Tupac? I don't know, just, like, listening to some things he would say, like, the way he was saying, like, you know you flirt with a girl, mm-hmm. you say certain things in, like, a friendly way, Yeah. but, like, you're still friends. I felt like it was like that, but they were, like, forcing, like, the idea of their friendship, but he was still trying to flirt. Like, it was... Well, yeah, I think a lot of people always did say, too, uh, yo... Like, because you know how some guys just can't accept girls as friends and stuff like that? Yeah. And some guys who can't be friends with girls and stuff like that? Like, there's always, like, people who say, um, yo, they gotta be fucking and blah, blah, blah. So, like, I'm pretty sure they got that a lot when he was alive, too. Yeah, and I think so, he kind of probably did want to fuck Jada, but they I, still were just friends. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, uh, Tupac probably did have a, tr- a crush on her, and Jada probably was a little curious, but... I think at the end of the day, they were just truly friends. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know. For sure, and like the actress for Jada was good. Like she, she kind of looked like a younger Jada to me. She she did you know. She 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 killed their part. What was her name? Uh, Cat uh, Graham or whatever in the last name is. I, I think so. Something like that. Yeah. I, I think but Jada had no involvement in the movie. Obviously nah. not, because they got some shit wrong. Yeah. And she was pissed about she that. She was real pissed about it. I just don't understand with these type of movies, why don't they reach out to, like, the original people who knew them? Like, it's just, I don't understand. Cause I you can't make up you. someone's story, like. I mean, what? like, the director claims he did, um, the only reason why he told uh, Jada's version that way, because um, it involves, like, him. So something how Tupac saw the world and how he thought he was supposed to be as a man in in this world and stuff like that. Like he, he, he explained it to an extent like that, but like um it in my opinion it didn't really work that well, but um whatever his version that he that he was trying to do with Tupac, like it, it wasn't the best. I, I think it was just his idea of who he thought Tupac was. Like he I don't think he even knew Tupac at all. He just knew what he researched, like Oh no, I think L T he did know Tupac. Like um he was part of the no, he was. Who was he part of? Um, he wasn't part of the Outlaws and all like that. He, he was a part of the uh, Dog Pound, I think. Mm. And um, he claimed he knew Tupac for like maybe less, not last months of his life, but like uh, maybe maybe the last year or something like that. Yeah. This movie just felt like it was just like you know, like in school, like you're trying to like uh, 
like you have a paper due the next day, but you like um, you, you're not gonna type everything in the, the night before. So you're just gonna copy and paste all the information. Yeah, and that, that's, that's what it felt like. Like someone might just copy and paste it, everything new about Tupac and put a little little, little edit so the teacher won't find out that they they copy and pasted it. Mm-hmm. And that's the movie. Like I also give it a five. Like I said, I do like the acting and the actor and uh, the acting, but um. They just didn't execute everything really well. Yeah. I did like my favorite scene in the movie though, like the or scenes when uh, they had him reenacting like Tupac's old movie roles. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool, but it was kind of <laughs> weird at the same time. Yeah, like, it did seem forced, but yeah, no, because like it, the only weird part that was really uh, that was really weird to me was just the part when he was like, uh, like he, he was reacting Juice and the whole locker scene when he's when he's mad close to his face and he's all like. Last time you said I was crazy, I was kind of tripping. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and it made, it made it seem like uh, Tupac, like, like Tupac said himself, like he had he had to dig deep inside himself, like to go for the role and blah blah blah. But at the same time, he was just being himself and shit like that. But yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. It was one part when he was doing it, and they said cut, but he was still in a uh, uh, the guy who was whoever was playing Omar part. He was like mad close to his face and shit like that, and he's just like, "Yo, I don't give a fuck." But it seemed like he couldn't come out of that mode or something like that. Like it seemed like he was like stuck in that role. Like, yeah, he like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was kind of awkward. Like that they he said cut, but he was still going. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't but I thought that was cool. Like I would <laughs> in my head, I was thinking like I wouldn't mind seeing like a whole just as like a or like a YouTube video of like him doing all of Tupac's movie roles. Like, yeah, I think that would be pretty funny. Like, that was great. And, like, all the scenes, he was, like, rapping, like, Tupac songs, like, yeah, shooting yeah, yeah. the I Get Around video, like... I think it was only a few, though, because I could have sworn, like, some songs, like, I could actually tell the difference between, like, their voices. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, like the first song they played, um, uh, what is it, uh, So Many Tears, like, you or you could definitely tell that was uh, Demetrius' uh, yeah. voice. And then, um, but when, I think when he did California Love, I think that was actually Tupac and Dre. That was definitely them, and same with, like, um... With I Get Around, like, that was yeah, yeah, too yeah. as well, like, mm-hmm. but, like, in, in the fucking theater, like, I, I just love that, I was just rapping the words and stuff, like, yeah. it just felt like I was watching, like, this actually happen, like, mm-hmm. as if I was in the 90s or whatever, but that was my, like, those are my two favorite parts about the movie, for sure. My favorite part, actually, my favorite part actually would have to be, um, it's not my absolute favorite, but the part when he's getting off the plane, like, he just got out of jail, yeah, and... The whole anthem starts like for California, like Tupac getting out of jail. He's getting off the plane. He's going straight to the studio, going to death row, mm-hmm. and um, everything. Like the song is playing, and it's all leading up to him making um, all eyes on me and shit like that. And he's fresh out of jail, just like how the verse goes and everything. Yeah. And I don't know, like that part, like that beat just gets me mad hype. That is, it, this is a great song. Period. It did, is. But did that did actually happen like that? He went straight to the studio. Yeah. And made like, that like. Yeah, like as soon as he got out of jail. He jumped on a plane. Um, I I don't know if they actually met him at the um, uh, the the air support spot, whatever you call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, but I do know like they they, they do say like so Tupac got off the plane, he went straight to the studio. He, he didn't want all he wanted to do was just go to the studio and record. Like he was writing on the plane, he was writing on the ride there. Mm-hmm. That's all he wanted to do. Hmm. He did. But he was did. a work. He was a workaholic, man. He was he's a great dude. And but like uh, what. I remember you mentioned to me a while ago, like, like you had like a real, you felt like a Feeny kind of was like your mother in a way too, right? Like yeah. you, you like really idolized her. Mm-hmm. How did you like? What do you think of like her portrayal, like the actor, uh, 
Denai Guerra. She was from The Walking Dead. Wait, sorry, what's her name again? De- Denai Guerra, something like that. I don't know, but, but like, what do you think of like how she played her? Like, oh, she did a phenomenal job. Like, great. I like. I don't think they could have got anyone better to play Affinity than her. To be honest with you. Yeah, I, I can't think of anyone. But I mean, probably the next best person that that really could be is probably um, uh, Angela Bassett. But she was already the mother of uh, Biggie and Victoria, so you just it's <laughs> like you can't do it. Especially because Biggie was in the movie too. Like, yeah, I know, right? Like, it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, and they but, got the guy played Biggie, man. He, but it was so weird seeing him. Like, first of all, he lost weight, so yeah, you're not yeah. you're not Biggie just off that strength of that. Yeah. And he felt like he was forcing some of his lines. Like, it looked like he, that was his first time acting in like years since Notorious. Mm. And that guy, he's already going through a lot too. He like got caught a case in real life for like domestic violence and stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel like he was thinking about that the whole time they were shooting it, like. He was probably thinking about, you know, I just want to go back and beat up my wife or something. I don't know. I don't know, man, but that guy, he should, of course, Biggie obviously played an important role in Tupac's life. Mm-hmm. He should have been in it, but I personally feel like they should have shot it, like, right after Notorious. Like, this should have been, I think this movie should have came out sooner. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, like, um, the, I think this movie's been in the works for a long time, actually, because um, the documentary of Tupac Resurrection, that actually... It was supposed to be what All Eyes on Me is now. Like in theaters and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, all I, I mean, not All Eyes on Me. Um, uh, Tupac Resurrection, it did go in theaters and stuff like that. But the only thing is, um, <clears throat> I think it was uh, a Feeney's idea at the time. Uh, like, because she noticed how many interviews that Tupac did and how many pictures he took, how many videos he was just in. Yeah. And people just filming him in general. She was like, you know what? Let Tupac do his own movie. Like, and they got his whole, they got his voice and everything, like from all the interviews and all that stuff together. He pretty much told his own story, and that's what I love about that movie because mm-hmm. it's coming straight from the horse's mouth, you know. Yeah. But this one, it's um. It's, other people's. It's, yeah, it's reenacted and um, other people's ideas and visions and stuff like that of how they thought, you know, Tupac would would have been like. But the only thing is, I, I think it would have been different though if um, if Afeni would have stayed alive long enough to when the whole film was completely completed i guess <laughs> yeah she it, it her involvement definitely would have been like the the important thing the important key like necessary to make this movie a lot better than what it was like just more people who really really knew tupac that were involved mm-hmm. like um oh yeah one thing i did notice about it like the guy who played snoop yo like, he sounded just like him no you know? that was actually snoop's voice for real they like edit they edited like snoop's, snoop's voice to match his dialogue and that wasn't that guy's acting. Damn, that was yeah. actually Snoop's voice. I forgot where I heard that. Damn, I kind of lost a little bit of respect for him now because I'm, I'm thinking in my head, yo, this guy is good, yo. Like, if there should be no. any else thing played on Snoop, it should be him. Yo, Loki, when that movie comes on DVD, I'm probably gonna like rent it or buy it just to, just to listen to that. That was actually Snoop's voice for all those lines. Damn, that's crazy. And that guy didn't even look like Snoop to me. Like, <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know how close. Have you ever seen anybody who looks like Snoop actually, besides like a dog or something like that? <laughs> Besides a dog, uh, no, that guy looks like a dog. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, the guy uh, who played him in Straight Outta Compton, kinda. Not well, in my opinion, he didn't look like him that much. I mean, I'm not saying anyone who plays Snoop Dogg they were bad at it, but I don't know too many people who look like Snoop Dogg. He is one. I think Snoop Dogg's definitely one of the most recognizable people in the world. Exactly. So yeah, I guess when you put it like that, but like. Like, the guy in All Eyes of Me, he really didn't look anything. I don't know. When I heard his voice, too, I was like, yo, this guy's killing it. But, like, yeah. I listened to it more. I'm like, no, nah, that's definitely Snoop. Like, they edited that shit perfectly. Damn, I didn't know that. Hell yeah, man. Damn. 
damn. <laughs> when, when I when I when I heard that, I was just like, yo, you're you're right. Like, why did they do that? Like, why didn't they just have Snoop? Like, you put some make him make him look younger. You know what I mean? I mean, at that point, they really could have maybe gotten Snoop to play his old role, maybe because um, I know some people. I think maybe two people from the Outlaws actually played themselves in the movie. And when you go back and look at it, there's def- I, I really cannot remember everybody's name, but um, there's there was one dark skinned guy. Um, I forgot what part it's at. I, I, I think it's at the part when they're leaving the hotel, like when like before Tupac gets shot and shit like that. Yeah. He he's mad recognizable to me, but I can never remember his name. He's playing his old self. And there's one more guy, and I don't remember his face at all. But um. But I thought that was I thought that was kind of cool though, like yeah. some people got to play themselves in the movie. Yeah, this movie just like it did certain things right. Like I think I said it like right after we saw, it, I was like there was always one scene that was like really good, mm-hmm. and then right after like it just falls apart, like yeah, it keeps yeah, falling yeah. apart. And there's like one of the good scene that's good, and then it's like a domino effect. But I, well, there is one thing I did like about the movie. Um, of course, like to me, I, I I feel like I already know who killed Tupac. But um, who do you think killed Tupac? Orlando Brown, the guy they jumped in uh, Vegas. Yeah. That, that's definitely who I think killed Tupac. Okay. But um, in the movie, it doesn't really show um, who you think might have killed Tupac. But um, as we're coming up to uh, Flamingo and uh, Cobo, where he got shot at on the strip and, sh- and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, if you like, kind of watch Shug Knight a little bit, like they kind of make it seem like he has something to do with it. Because if you watch him, he's kind of like looking around, looking all suspicious and whatnot. And they drive up to Colville and uh, Flamingo. He's like looking around, going like, "Is everything good?" Blah blah blah. Yeah. And and then before they even get to Vegas, like he starts acting funny before then too. Because um, when two that part when Tupac heard Snoop um, on the radio talking, saying like Biggie and Puff. Those are his homeboys and shit like that. Yeah. And then um, Tupac ran up on Shug, and he was, like, cursing Shug out in front of everybody. And Shug started getting mad. She was like, who's this nigga think he talking to? Yeah, he's to? like, who the fuck you think you talking to, nigga? <laughs> but then, um, like, you got that part. And then you got another part when uh, Tupac is in the studio, and uh, Shug is like, yo, Pop, come in for a second. And him and uh, Reggie are standing there talking. They, they just look all suspicious and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But, um... That's like the whole movie effect thing I was saying. Like they're trying to have like a, a good guy, a bad guy, protagonist, antagonist. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. they tried to make Shook like that type of guy. Like especially the certain things like the scene with the dinner table where like they, hey, they're beating up the guy, making him like forcing the food down his throat. Mm-hmm. That's like something a bad guy would do. Like he was like this boss kingpin. So like yeah, that's a lot of that stuff hasn't been true though because Shook approved of this movie. I mean yeah, it had to be true, but like that's like the whole thing. Like they're trying to make the audience seem like Shook is just like this really really bad guy, and he was. Mm-hmm. But um, trying to make Suge like responsible for Tupac's death, I, I don't know for sure. But it's just like, why would they have the guy? Why would Suge tell the guy like, "Yo, pull up to the car and shoot Tupac"? Like, even though Suge's in the driver's seat, like Suge yeah. get shot too. Why would he? Why would he sh- set himself up like that? I mean, maybe he was that confident. Nah, I don't, I don't or think crazy. That, yeah, I, I don't think Suge had anything to do with Tupac's death. I mean, he he could have been part of the cause of it, maybe in a way. Yeah, but um. I don't think he was just behind it, cause like just like you said, like why would he be sitting right next to the target, you know? Yeah. So I, I never, I never necessarily believed that when people like talk like that and shit like that. I mean, like you believe like uh, the guy killed Tupac, the guy they jumped. Yeah, it was retaliation. But for uh, actually, I heard this funny, funny version of why Tupac may have died. Uh, you know, things I love. Yeah. He put a video out. He says he just pretty much talking about um. Yo, man, I can't stay solid no longer. And he pretty much ends up saying, like, um, 
Tupac died because of um, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is pretty much the cause of why Tupac is dead. Why would he, why would he say that? I think I didn't. I can't lie. I didn't fully watch the whole video, but I think he was getting that because um, everybody who anybody who knows Snoop really well, like Snoop, uh, used used to be down with the Crips and shit like that, right? Yeah. And um, he feels like Snoop could have put a stop to the whole thing because um, he was down with the Crips back then and shit like that. And Orlando Brown, like the whole Pyro and all that shit, like that's all like crippling and shit like that. So um. I, I, I guess he feels like maybe Snoop could have stopped it because he was down with them and shit like that. Yeah, but I don't think Snoop would just let it happen if he knew it was going to get to Yeah, exactly. Because, like, even the way it was portrayed in the movie, it seemed like Snoop was still trying to be cool with Tupac, even yeah, after yeah. what he said, like, with Puff and Biggie or whatever. Well, and the thing, too... Um, Snoop seems like a cool dude in general. He doesn't want any beef even regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he had to play, like, a, a certain like certain size because, you know, you had uh, East versus West. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, you know, you had Bloods versus Crips and shit like that. And Snoop was already down with the Bloods, but um, the way if you watch, if you go back and watch uh, Welcome to Death Row, the documentary, um, it's it just very much seems like um, Snoop. I mean, not Snoop, but Shug is down with uh, the Bloods because he's always rocking red and shit like that. So hmm. I guess maybe Snoop felt like um, he couldn't say anything because he was down with them at the time, like because he's down with Bad Boy who. Looks like they could be down with the Bloods. Yeah. But the guys that they jumped was down with the Crips, and so he can't. It's hard for him to say something, you know. I, I guess I don't I don't understand like gang logic. I mean, obviously it was different back then. Like everyone's mentalities were like really yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I know Snoop's done interviews, posts like all that. Of course, obviously. So I think in one interview, like someone did mention something like this about him, and he said, I think he did say what you said, like he couldn't really say anything. He was on the breakfast club, I think. Um, I might have to double check that and come yeah, back yeah. next week with that. But, but. All the way back to the whole point of me saying that, like that was just me saying uh, that's what Faison Love was saying in one video. I don't necessarily agree with that, but it, it makes you think, though, you know, because everyone everyone wants uh, um, an explanation for Tupac and Biggie's death. I don't think the truth will ever come out. I feel like the people who know the truth, like maybe a few people who may know for sure are still alive, mm. but I feel like most of the people who are responsible, like or were really on the inside, are like dead. Or they were paid off, yeah, like, or paid not paid off, like not to say anything. Like. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that one hundred percent. Like whoever was pretty much involved is either dead or in jail. Yeah. And the streets, they don't talk like they talk, but it ain't gonna get out there like that. So we'll probably never know for sure who killed Tupac. But I think, I think by now, anyone who grew up around that time, I think they should know by now who killed Tupac and Biggie. I think the only person who really knows for sure might be Shug, and <laughs> he's in jail. Shook probably does know. Shook said in an interview live on air that if he knew who killed Tupac, he wouldn't say anything because he doesn't get paid to tell on people. Mm. But he's he's not a detective or anything like that. Like he's he he said himself he wouldn't say anything. And I don't know if I don't blame him, but uh, at this nah. at, but I mean at this point like like you should say something. Just like, the end. Like first of all, Shook, you got nothing left. Like you're not getting out of jail. Yeah, you don't have anything to lose. Like. Pretty much, like, the only thing you can do is just, like, put uh, an end to, like, this, the questions, like, the theories, like, just for Tupac's legacy, like, make Tupac's legacy end on a good note with, like, knowing wh- who exactly did this and what happened to that person. Like, Absolutely. Because, I like, it just, the movie for me at the end of it just made me realize, like, man, Tupac was really on the right path. Like, he was really, and if he would have been alive, like, today, he would have been in his 40s, I feel like he would have been, like, president or something, or mayor of, like, California or New York or whatever, like, Who knows, he would have been way beyond rapping. He would have had 
he would have influenced. He he did influence like a uh, whole generation. Yeah. Of like just creatives in general. Like mm-hmm. he's definitely been an inspiration to me in ways. And it just it sucks. It really sucks. Yeah. Oh, and that's one thing about the movie too, um, which I didn't like, because um, we all know how much of a work ethic Tupac had. I feel like they didn't show that a lot because um, if you look at the end of the movie, like right after he gets shot, it says um, Tupac accomplished um, all this, this, and that. Like he he made seven albums while he was alive and seven after he was he was dead and blah blah. Mm-hmm. See now when he was in, whenever they showed him in the studio, it, all they showed was just him walking around looking at stuff or um, talking to somebody. Like it was always like some kind of drama happening. But the way a lot of people talk about him, like they. A lot of people always talk about his work ethic and stuff like that, and I feel like the movie didn't really show that as much. Like, when they were working on, uh, I don't know if it was Brendan's Got a Baby, it was something that they were working on. It did seem like there was one scene, like, he was kind of involved, he was, like, yelling at the engineer, he was like, yo, we, he was the engineer, he was like, yo, we've been here for, like, two hours, he was like, we won't be here for another two hours if we don't get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I do feel like he was really hands-on, they did kind of get that part a little bit right, like, he was hands-on with his music, he really yeah. cared about it, but, yeah, I guess you're right, they could, but, like, yeah, it's like, like I said, it's a two-hour movie, like, Exactly. How yeah, much true, they, true. They really do. But that is one thing about this movie. I, I kind of expected like you're definitely not gonna satisfy everybody because of such an icon. Yeah. Tupac was such an icon that like you're never gonna get it perfectly right to satisfy everybody. Like everybody's always gonna have an opinion. Mm-hmm. So I already knew that was gonna happen, but I. You're just like I know you're definitely a bigger fan of Tupac than me. Like you know you know more about Tupac, so I know you were disappointed. I wasn't like I said. I wasn't fully disappointed. Like it was. It's not a bad movie. You just won't watch it again. I just no. I definitely will watch it again. I would never. I wouldn't buy it. I would definitely buy Notorious and Straight Outta Compton over All Eyes on Me. Damn. Like and That's I a- and I already own um, Tupac Resurrection, so I feel like I'm good off of Tupac movies. Mm. Well, I think uh, what's his name? Uh, John Singleton's thinking about making another. He still wants to make a Tupac movie. Oh, as he should. Yeah. He, he, I feel like he has to, only because um, he owes that to Afeni, because Afeni's the only one who uh, gave um, her his uh, blessing to do the movie in the first place. Yeah. Because he was, he was originally supposed to be the director of All Eyes on Me, but um, uh, John Singleton and the studio, they I guess they had difference of opinions of how the movie was supposed to be, so mm-hmm. they pretty much just got different directors, which came in Benny Boom and LT, so... I don't know. I don't know what's next for to the portrayal of Tupac's legacy, but whoever does it next, like you got to get it right, or it'll just keep ruining. Like, cause like you got to think for these newer kids, like who've seen this movie, who just have like a basic idea of who Tupac is. Mm-hmm. This is their first experience, like exposure to like his life, and that sucks. Cause like this isn't the best. This isn't the truth, really. Yeah. Well. So you're so, kind of like putting well, a damper on his his reputation. Yeah. I mean, there's truth in it, but. It wasn't the best portrayal of him because, like, he had both sides, but, of course, they only concentrated on, like, what happened in the media and shit like that, so... That guy was very... He was very, like, a layered person. Like, was, was he, like, a Gemini or something? I think he was a Gemini, yeah. Yeah, so, like, there was, like, at least two sides of that guy, and they did focus on one. Yeah, but... and they did bring up a part in that movie, too, like, the guy that was interviewing him, um... What did they say? Like, he was talking about, like, a the way you're talking about like certain things like you're kind of contradicting yourself like they i'm glad they did bring up that part because a lot of people said that about tupac like he would make a song like um keep your head up but then he would go and make a song like i get around and tupac's like kind of defending it saying like well 
I could talk about like revol- revolutionary type things, and I could talk about some serious things, but mm-hmm. I like to have fun on the album too. So yeah, and I, I know he definitely was a walking contradiction, but like we all are at the same time. Yeah, and, like I did, I did understand like the point too. I was trying to make in that part, but it was just he definitely like the the thug life tattoo and making Brendan's got a baby. It's just like it was a little warped, but. Well, I thought, and that's the thing, they didn't really even explain, like, the whole Doug Life movement and shit like that. Well, if they did, I probably must have missed that part. But They, they like, said um, it what it stands for, like, yeah, I, yeah, I forget yeah. what he said, but... Yeah, because I, I think he, that's when he went to go see um, uh, Matulu, his, uh, his stepfather, I think, I think who he was. Yeah. Like, he was in jail, and um, he was kind of explaining that to him, but I feel like they didn't talk about it enough, because uh, Doug Life... It wasn't just a group. It was more like a movement he was trying to start. Mm-hmm. And he never really got to really start it because around that time he was going through other controversies and um, he ended up in jail like over the whole rape thing. So, And by the time all that shit happened too, like a lot of people that were even down with Thug Life turned on him too. Mm-hmm. And like it, it was mad crazy shit going on at the time, but they didn't really even talk about that. And... <laughs> But like, but, like, but, like, but like you said, it was, it's only a two-hour movie. They can only fit but so much, so... Yeah, one last thing I'll say about it so we can, like, move on, because we've been talking about this like, almost half the episode. Uh, they, I hate how they kind of... Like, Tupac definitely was broke. He was broke when he died. But, like, the mm-hmm. scenes where they kind of, like... He was, like, always arguing with his management about money and stuff like that, because mm-hmm. he did owe a lot of people. I feel like that didn't really happen with Tupac. I, I feel like money was important to him. Like, he did enjoy making it. He definitely wanted to pay the people back, but, like, I just feel like out of the grand scheme of things, he was trying to worry about i feel like money was like not it so i feel like that was like another like movie type thing like oh you get on top and you lose all your money and then you focus on that like i don't well know. yeah it was like a cliche to me well yeah but like um well if you think about it like um i don't think tupac like he he made a lot of money and stuff like that but he got to enjoy some of it but like a lot of times like he was always like paying lawyers and whoever like he owed money to and stuff like that because like he was always like in trouble for something so yeah he had to like pay those people off and stuff like that so i definitely do recommend anyone listening who hasn't seen it to i, I would get me watch two you recommend you watch tupac resurrection first then go see all eyes on me mm-hmm. and base your own opinion because i think tupac is one of the greatest human beings ever created <laughs> like he's he, awesome he was one he's, of, awesome. he's one in a billion there'll never ever ever be another tupac we might have people somewhere down the road, hopefully close to him, but no one will ever compare. Like, Tupac is on a level all by himself. Definitely. And as far as people who are alive today, who are on another level by themselves, my favorite rapper, The God, Jay-Z, is dropping a new album next week. What do you think? Honestly? 13th studio album. Honestly? Uh, I'm nervous. I don't, I don't really care for it as much. You haven't heard anything. How can you say that? I mean, like, because, all right, we, Jay-Z has definitely, um, he's, he's def- a legend. He, he's definitely, he's it. definitely a legend. He's like, he's almost everything anyone could call him, like, one of the greatest MCs ever. He's definitely that, but, Absolutely. Like, I don't know, like, it, like, when, he's, like, to me, on that level, like, he just doesn't have to put out albums anymore, so, like, I don't really get that excited over it. I mean, it's good to see that he still does it, and I'm pretty sure in his spare time, he still records, does all that shit on the regular, but, like, um, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe the thing was for me, like, since, um, 
the, the last song he put out, what was that album with, um... Uh, Magna Carta, Holy Grail. That was four years ago. Yeah, yeah. The like, song with that song, Holy Grail, with Justin Timberlake. Yeah, like, to me, that album, ju- it just wasn't all that to me. It, wa- it wasn't. Like, in comparison of, like, all his other work, like, that's definitely, like, in the middle to me. Yeah, like, to me, really, the only song I really like it off the most is pretty much just Holy Grail, pretty much. I don't know what he's going to be talking about. I mean, obviously, he's going to be talking about his life. Like, he got, new- he got three kids now. Mm-hmm. Like... I can talk about my wife Beyonce, my business deals, because he's not. Like, I don't know what he's really gonna talk about. Like I know, but it, but there's only a few people who could really relate to stuff like that, though. I want Jay Z to be like real conscious on something. I want him to talk about like what's going on with the, all these shootings and all the injustice and Trump and all that. Like make it relevant and make it like make it seem like you're aware and you're not just in your own bubble of like fame and stuff. Like yeah. 13th oh, right. album, though. Well, like, did, did, he, did he put, like, any singles out or anything like that? There's, like, a 30-second teaser of this song called uh, a- Agnes. He mentioned on it, it's, like, like a, a letter to his dad that he never, like, wrote. Oh, okay. Um, the only thing about this album is I, I'm really pissed off about it because he has title. I don't want to have to get title to get the album. <laughs> now, he has a deal. <laughs> he with, might just do that, yo. <laughs> no, I think he is. He has a deal with Sprint, so you can sign up for Sprint and you get title for six months for free. If you have Sprint already, which I do... You can get get it for free, but I tried. I tried doing that. It didn't even work, so I can't even get title for six months for free. Yo, Jay Z's a smart dude, yo. <laughs> but I don't like, and I feel like people don't even release physical CDs anymore. So I feel like it's just gonna be on title, and it's gonna be annoying. I don't want to have to get it. You might just have to if you want to hear that album. But this is like kind of what Kanye did last year. Like he put his album exclusively on title, then eventually it came out on Apple Music. I was just like, I don't understand like streaming like exclusive. I think that's so stupid. Like, well, I mean, nobody wants their. Uh... There's stuff downloaded for free because you know everybody knows how to get everything downloaded for free these days. So people need to make keep just still make like CDs like physical CDs because there's people who still appreciate them. Like oh yeah, I'm, but, I'm one of those people. But uh, I'm aware like we're like in the digital age where yeah, like, I say yeah, you gotta move with the time, especially in the business like this on demand like streams and stuff. But next next Friday June 30th, Jay Z album 444. I think that's the name. This is actually my first time hearing about it. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> it's like big news. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm really surprised. But again, I guess you don't really pay attention to, like, Jay-Z. Was... Nah, I, that's, that's the crazy thing. Like, I like Jay-Z, but one, I don't know. I guess the older I get, the more I started noticing. I'm like, yo, Jay-Z, like, I don't know. A lot of his style, like, that he got, like, he really got from Biggie. Like, because when Jay-Z first started rapping, he used to write all his stuff down. Yeah. And... He becomes he becomes real good friends with Big when when he he was alive and Big never wrote any of his stuff down. He, like Biggie probably wrote his stuff down maybe once, and it, it was like before he even got big or something like that. But um, I know when when they was working on uh, Biggie's second album and they were doing that song together. They actually they did two songs together actually. But I know they were working together. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden now Jay Z doesn't write stuff down anymore. I feel like everyone says that. I've seen interviews like a lot of people say they don't write stuff like. Just another example off the top of my head, Wiz Khalifa, because he smokes so much weed he can't, he'll like lose the paper or whatever. So like he just freestyles. So like I don't know, but I feel like in the beginning there would have been hints of Jay's Jay sounding like Biggie, but I don't think now. Like well, Jay mean, definitely has his own identity now. Well, I, I know a lot of a lot of um his uh rhymes like in in his albums like he'll say like a Biggie line or something like that. Like um what's one what's one um. When the Remy's in the system, ain't no telling when I fucking when I get some like like that whole line like to that beginning of that song. That's 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 Biggie's line. Yeah, but Jay made it work. 
Well, Biggie made it work too, but I mean, Biggie. I say Biggie definitely made, made that work. work, and I don't know anyone who doesn't know that that's a Biggie line. But listen, um, I'll, I'll never have anything negative to say about Jay Z because he made reasonable reasonable doubt. That's the greatest hip hop album ever released. I mean, yeah, today it, it's definitely up there, but this is not. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just not that much of a biggest Jay Z fan anymore. He's grown up. That's. One of the few people that I used to just listen to. And I used to be a really big Nas fan, like, but I think Nas had, like, the worst beats, like, ever. <laughs> but he, he was a dope artist, though. Well, and my Elmatic had great beats, but yeah, he was a dope artist, but everything after that, like, Nas' beat selection was, like, trash. And he's supposed to be re- supposed to be putting out a new album soon, too. See, and, I, would, I would get a little bit more excited for Nas over Jay-Z, like, at this point right now. Nas said last year that his album's done, and this, fast forward to now, it's still not out yet. So, I don't know what he's doing. I feel like he's nervous to put it out or some shit. Or some know. sample clearances, probably. Well, see, see that, could, that could be the thing, too. Like, with Nas, we never know when we're going to get an album from him. And it's kind of the same thing with Jay-Z, too. But Jay-Z said so many times, like, uh, like all right, when, when he did the Black Album, he said, this, this is going to be my last album. Mm-hmm. And then he came out with Kingdom Come. We all thought that was, that was going to be his last album. Then he came out with, um, what was it after that? American Gangster. Gangster yeah. And then he... Comes out with another one. He's all like, all right, he keeps putting out music, and he says he's never going to stop. Okay. So whenever he puts something out, I'm not that excited about it. But you, we never got to a point when Nas said, like, um, all right, yo, this is going to be my final done, done so it out. You think know? Jay just does stuff like he promote, he like does like big promotion or so, does things to get people hyped for his album, but Nas just puts it out. He just puts his music out. There's no, there's no like spectacle behind it. There's nah. no like promotion there's no like event is that what you're trying to say i don't necessarily know what his intentions are i just kind of hate it when people say they're retiring on something but mm-hmm. then they come back out of nowhere and they say oh i love this sport too much i just can't stop yeah yeah like, but like it's kind of like when michael said, like he was uh leaving the bulls and all of a sudden out of nowhere he's playing on the warriors and then he bought the team out like you know like i know you love, i know you love the game that much but goddamn, like yeah I, but i think this might be jay's last album because I, I, I don't know. If he does, it's not gonna, his next one won't be for years from now. But Jay's like, he's definitely the best, like, OG. Like, Jay, Snoop, and, like, Eminem, because they're, like, all in their 40s. Mm-hmm. They're, like, the best, like, OG rappers, like, alive right now. Like, in my opinion. Like, then there's, like, there's, like, the first tier. Then there's, like, the second tier is, like, the Drake, Kendrick Lamar, uh, Big Sean. And that's, like, my tier. And then it goes down. But. Yeah. More story, Jay-Z album next week. If you have title, you're lucky and you like title because you'll be able to get it before me. I'm still thinking about getting title. I don't really want to. I just have to. For Jay-Z. I mean, get- you can always get it, then get rid of it, I guess. <laughs> I could, but what if I really like the album, then I'm forced to pay for it. And I'm paying for Apple Music, which, I, which the album's not on, and then title I have to pay for it. Like, you sound like somebody who wants something for free. I do, man. Just, just <laughs> give me it, like. I've been a Jay-Z fan for my whole life. Like, Suppose when you go to that concert, uh, Jay-Z pulls you up on stage and he just gives you a, a CD and he tells you to get the hell off the stage. First of all, I feel like there's going to be a lot of people there. Like, I feel like a lot of people will be like, who the hell am I? Like, they just be questioning like my existence. Like, You would definitely get jumped, yo, if, um, if Jay-Z gave you a free album. And it was the only one out at the time. Man. I, probably, I imagine I'm going to be a little fucked up when I go, too. So you might be. I feel, I, feel like, I feel like I won't be able to make it out of there safely. <laughs> <laughs> but if I if I if I feel like I'm gonna like run into Jay, I'm just like walking to the stage and like I feel like he's just gonna walk past me. And I'm just I don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna say anything to him, but I'm just 
Spencer. I wouldn't know what to say to him besides like, yo, you're taller than me. I don't know if I ever want to meet anyone really too famous because I just don't know what to say. But... Speaking, I don't, of, I don't know if I would want to meet uh, what's his wife's name, uh, Beyonce. You don't know if you would want to meet Beyonce? Yeah, because she seems like. Be careful what you say. Nah, I, I don't have any reason to really want to meet her, but like, she just seems like she wouldn't even want to like talk to anybody. Really, like she like. I'm not, not what she got to talk to you for? She's no, famous. No, no, I'm saying like um, like I, I'm the type of person I can really have a conversation with anybody, but she I don't know she comes off she comes across really like the type that like uh if you're sitting right there and you she knows that you're a fan of her but if she's like in one of her moves or something like that she goes like oh I don't want to deal with you right now like she seems like pretty snobby kind of in a way. That's uh, I, I guess. I feel like that's kind of how all people are in their own way. Like, you just like you just become like a you get in a mover. You just don't want to talk to anybody. Like, you don't want to be bothered. And if you got to imagine for her, like she gets it all the time. So, but I, I can understand why you say it. it seems like like bougie, I guess. Not not so much bougie, but like, um, I, I, see, I don't want to call her a bitch, but like she seemed like she she could have like her bitchy moves. You know what I mean? Don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know Beyonce. You don't know Beyonce, and you never you never will. That's okay. But I'd rather, you know, get to know Jan Jackson. Not doing this again. Um so you know the guy Daniel Day Lewis, uh the guy who played Lincoln. Yeah. That's the only movie I know movie he did. Oh, he did a lot. He probably did, but he's retiring from acting officially. God damn. Yeah, yeah, he put I, I read that, I was like I mean, because when I saw Lincoln, like that was my I guess that's my only impression of him. And that was a great movie. I was like, that's it? He he got fucking um uh, what's it called? Ah, fuck. There will be blood. Of course, like you said, the movie Lincoln. Um, damn, I can't think of the movies on top of my head right now. Damn. I mean, so I only have one impression of movie that he done, but like, my, I bring that up just to say, like, like, when do you like retiring, like, from acting? Like, I feel like you should only retire from acting if you're like, you've done enough, like, you've done a lot, like, and you have built up like a good enough legacy. I mean, maybe, I mean, you know more than me what he's done mm-hmm. like has he have does he have like is he like a iconic actor he's like is he like top five hell yeah top five <laughs> he's he's better than rob de niro yo what what he's definitely a better actor than rob de niro like like daniel daniel day lewis he's the type of actor when he when he gets a role like he throws himself into that role like rob de niro's never done that rob de niro has done that but like his his performance is just it's just better. Mm. I mean, Robert De Niro. The only thing you could probably say is just Robert De Niro has done almost any kind of role that you could think of, and he has more movies up under his belt. But that, that doesn't necessarily make, make him a better, better yeah. actor, though. Yeah. It's just it's just the way he just portrays roles. Like it's just he just makes them very believable to make to make you think he's really thinking this way. Like um, he he played the bad guy and um, and um, what's that movie with Leo? Him and Leo um. Uh, Gangs of New York. Mm-hmm. You, and you've definitely seen that movie before. Yeah, yeah. All right. I didn't know that was him. Wow. That that was him. He's, he plays the, the, the bad guy. I'm just so used to seeing him as Lincoln. Like That's what you look like in real uh, life. <laughs> I mean, Lincoln, have I seen that one? That shit's good, man. Uh, and I really can't remember because I'm not even a big fan of Abraham Lincoln to begin with. I'm not a fan of presidents in general besides Obama, but yeah. But, um, yeah, so, like, he's retiring. And... It, it just a lot of people made it made this a big deal, but it's just like, mm-hmm. who's like, 
retiring from acting. Like I remember, like I know like certain people who should retire. I like, like when he, when you put you throw his name in that, in that, I'm not gonna think of him to retire. I'm thinking of like Jack Nicholson because he couldn't like remember his lines. Oh yeah, yeah. Shit, even Leo, I feel like he could retire now. The Revenant was like too good. He could just he he, he could give it up yeah. now. Will could probably like retire. Like Will Smith. Um, just certain actors who just are just iconic, like the ones that we really know and love. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like I said, you gotta have like a not a, a lot of movies up under your belt, but like just certain movies. Quality. That, yeah, yeah, like certain movies that like put you in that category. Because hmm. I think any of them can retire whenever they want to. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, what have you done? Stuff like that, or do you have a new passion that you're trying to go for? You know, that's what I assume when people retire from anything, like they're just not passionate about what they're doing. It's not like a money thing, it's not like not being able to get roles or something like that. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm sure he could get roles, but I just feel like he's probably not passionate about it. I don't know, I don't know him personally. I want to, if he puts out an interview about it and talks about it more, I would like to hear it. But and that's the thing, too, he's always been like very particular uh, what kind of roles he takes because he, he's. He's been offered like a lot of movies that that were really iconic, and he turned them down like mm. just because he didn't feel good about them. Like I think he was supposed to be, um, I, I think it was somewhere in Casino he was supposed to be, and um, it was supposed to be one of the lead roles, but like um, I think he turned it down. I, I think I, it it could be definitely another movie, but and like just movies like that though, like iconic movies like that, like he turned down. I'm definitely gonna have to go back and see more of his movies. Like, of course, I've seen Gansey York, but I didn't realize that was him. Now I realize that was him. I'm, I might have a deep, deeper appreciation for him. But yeah, like I think I told you before, like it took me a long time to watch that movie, and <laughs> I don't know why. Like it took me a long time to watch it. When I finally watched it, I was just like, yo, this movie is just okay. Like I don't know why people like it so much. I mean, I get why, but you know, a movie I saw that like, I really didn't like, and it's Leo, but. What? He took an L. The Aviator. I, I don't like that movie yeah, at all. Yeah, I, I didn't care for that movie that much either. I don't know I, what I, he was it's, thinking. It's not a bad movie, and I feel like he should have won something for that role, but just a comparison. I, 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 yeah, but it just—I just wasn't that big of a fan of it. Like, yeah, just, just again, that's like a random like tangent, but like, I just—I saw it recently. I just was like, nah. Same. It's like one of. It's like. I, like Leo and Wilson are like my favorite actors, so like they both have like these one movies that like just aren't aren't good to me, like Aviator and Ali. Like those are like the like the black sheep in like in their discography. Ali like, to me was just yeah. They should have Ali should be made now. Like Muhammad Ali's dead. Get someone who's like it shouldn't be made when he was like alive. Cause like as he was still kind of being made when Ali was like. Mm. Well, I, I, Ali I forgot who did that movie. Like who directed it? Like, I really can't remember, but um. No idea. Maybe who uh, whoever directed at the time. I, I just know for me, I wasn't a big fan of um, Ali. Like, I'm a huge fan of Mob Ali, period. But, yeah, that movie Ali was just ass to me. Mm. But, um, I, actually, I saw uh, Enemy of the State not that long ago. See, it's movies like that I feel like people should win uh, awards for. It. But the thing is, um, it's an action movie. And I feel like uh, comedies and action movies don't get the uh, appreciation that they should when it comes to winning awards. I could see that. Because, like, action is really based off not really the acting, but what's going around the acting. Yeah, and I think that's why they don't. In comedy, like, the jokes... They got it. I don't know. Like I don't know why comedy doesn't get recognized. Especially Seth Rogen movies. Like, at the end of, like, a lot of his movies, like, there's still, like... 
lighthearted. They still have like good stories to them. Mm. So that's interesting. I don't even know what like the voting process is really based off of. Well, I guess a lot of um, I guess a lot of people in Hollywood they view Seth Rogen movies as like you know that stupid humor, so they feel like anyone can just do it. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, not anyone can just do it because I mean, anyone can make a movie, but can you do it like in a clever type way? You know what I mean? I can. I have a lot of movie ideas of my, of my brain. I got a few in mind. Man, I, I for uh, you know the Nancy Drew book series. Mm-hmm. They tried to make a Nancy Drew movie with like uh, what's her name, Emma Rob Emma Roberts. Yeah. They fucked that shit up. Like, I got a whole, I got movies lined up in my head for that series. So if Hollywood listens to this, anyone Hollywood, let me let me know, cause I'm ready to make a fucking movie. Hey, if people want to see a movie that has never been done before, and People are tired, are tired of seeing the same shit over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Hit us up, man. I think I could act too. I, I, I'm really maybe just I'm confident in myself. I think I'd be. I think I can act I will, if, if I was given the opportunity. I would want to be behind the scene before anything. Me too. But like, um, I, I, I can see myself doing a little bit of acting. Cause like there's some directors that act in their own movies too. Like, yeah, you got like Spike Lee. Yeah. Um, what, what was that old guy's name? Uh, <laughs> what's, what's his name? Um, Stanley. No, not Stanley Kubrick. Um, the the other one, um, the one who made Psycho. Uh, oh, Alfred, I, 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 Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock yeah. he's, he's in some of his movies. Yo, I heard a funny story about him recently. Like when they were directing the birds, when oh. they were making the birds. What happened? Like the actress, the chick, like she was actually genuinely afraid of birds and stuff like that. Oh really? And you know the last scene when she gets attacked by the birds. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, uh, like her doctor was on set with them, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, like if you really like, because like Alfred Hitchcock actually let real birds attack her. Like so, the doctor the, that was on set, he was like, uh, "Yeah, if you let her get attacked for too long, like she could actually die." So like, Alfred Hitchcock was like, he wanted that genuine reaction, like so bad, he actually had real birds attack her, not like fake props and shit. Damn. <laughs> I, I forget where I heard that, but like it was just like when I heard that, I was like, this guy really went to the, like a crazy length just to get like a good shot. And I, I love that movie too. I really would not doubt that because like so, a lot of directors are like that, like they won't say certain things to the actors to get a. A certain reaction. Yeah. Yeah. So she really could have died on set, like, if he, he fucked around too much. That was a random fact for today. But. You want to hear another random fact? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, uh, Boys in the Hood, um, you know that part when, um, Ricky, Doughboy, like, uh, they're all, I think they're all on Crenshaw or something like that, and, um, they, they have an encounter with those, with those one guys that they beat with at, at the end. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, you know when the guy, one guy's, like, shooting in the air and everyone's, like, ducking and running and shit like that? Yeah. Yeah, like, John Singleton didn't warn anybody when the gunshot was coming. Like, he just, he pretty much said to everybody, just act normal, mm. do what you do. Like, nobody knows when the gunshot is going to go off and... It just went off. It, it went off. And everyone, everyone jumping, like, that is everyone's legit reaction to an actual gunshot happening. <laughs> That's what you got to do, like, and I know there's, like, some scenes, I think, in, like, other movies I've seen, like, Leo movies in particular, like, he's actually improv scenes, like, you got to get, like, these, that genuine reaction, that genuine, like, feeling mm-hmm. in certain scenes and make it look good, so. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. But, like, it, it, it works, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. I've, I haven't seen anything that hasn't worked out, but the ones I know about, like, clearly killed it. So, your, your guy, Safari, got jumped. Hey, my guy. Yesterday. By Meek, Meek Mill's people. I don't have much to say about it, but the video's out. He Meek Mill got out the car. The camera's on Meek Mill. Shows him getting out the car, glaring at Safari. Three guys come up to attack Safari and his guys. And this makes me. This brings back to like a topic we talked about, like um, like a few a few episodes ago. Like 
when are you too like when do you stop when you get to like a certain age where like violence is not the answer anymore like why do you have to like go you're grown men mm-hmm. you got a lot to lose meek's like on probation like you go back to jail safari i don't know what he does in his life period except for workout i've seen him do workout videos i've never seen that guy work out that guy that guy could actually he, work out he, you know he, he, he needs he needs to work out harder because i mean if you, i'm not saying just because you work out that means you can fight but like that video with him in it, like <laughs> the guy used to like twerk and stuff too on camera. It was weird, like, but um, <laughs> I don't know if that would have helped the situation at all. But like, I don't know. But he got jumped and. But 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 I feel like the guys that that tried to jump, I feel like he could have took them though because the way the way they went about the whole thing, it was sloppy as hell. But you gotta run because you don't know how many people like are coming at you in that moment. Like you're just yeah, your yeah. adrenaline's pumping. I'm not saying like he didn't do the right thing and run away, but like. The, it's just the way they tried to jump him, like it just—it seemed like it seemed like it was poor planned and shit like that. Because he clearly like got set up if you if you want to put it that way. Yeah. But like it, the whole attack just seemed really weak, and it seemed like the guys like it, it didn't even look like they were even trying to jump him. It looked like they were just trying to scare him or something like that. I do think I do think Meek Mill is like the one of the he makes some pretty good songs. He put out a new song recently with Chris Brown, Ty Dolla Sign, called "Whatever You Need." That's a great song, but. I think he's so fucking corny. Like, ever since the whole Drake thing, I just always looked at him as, like, a corny dude. Like, if you have a problem with somebody, go up to him and fight yourself. Like, I can't, like, fuck all that. If you're, like, a real street dude, handle it yourself. Like, that's why I don't understand street logic. I don't understand that mentality. It's just, like, if you got a problem with somebody, just, like, just address it. And you're going to have your guys jump safari, like. Shit, I, I know a lot of artists that have uh, worked with Big Mill and the ones who don't like him, they all say the same thing. Like, they say he's just... Like he, he's just a, he's a bitch ass nigga, pretty much. Imagine it's all over Nicki Minaj and she's wack. Yo, if if that whole thing really all happened just because of Nicki Minaj, like that's really sad. I'm not with that cement booty shit, man. I feel like her pussy is like made of cement too. Like I'm not, I'm not fucking with that. Like yeah, I, she may she might be a nice girl, but it's a fight over her. If that, if that's the issue, if there's like I know there was, I know Safari did have issues with like Nick Mill. He he was on Safari was like on Drake's side. During the whole beef and stuff like that, but I don't know the specifics. I'm pretty sure in the next week, next few days, it's gonna come out what really happened, what's gonna happen next. But yeah, probably. Don't just don't kill each other. Don't put guns in situation. Just get into the boxing ring or whatever in the fucking back alley and just shoot the fair one. Shoot the fair one. And Meek Mill, he, he not Meek Mill. Uh, what was the other guy named? Safari. Safari. He got so mad that he got jumped. Like he made his own little. I'm probably big on saying, yo, make you weak. All you do is just stand there and blah, blah. I didn't and, see that. It took, took mad guys to come and jump me. Like, he, he was talking like there was like 100 people that was trying to jump him. It was only two people, really, that I saw. There was a crowd of people there, so I feel like that's why he probably said that. He, he sounded he sounded paranoid like a motherfucker. <laughs> and he was he was out. I think like, he was like, yeah, my shirt's still clean. My all-white shirt's still clean or something like that. Like, well, yeah, because the attack, it, it was weak. Yeah. Like, the whole attack was weak. So, I mean, of course, you're still going to be good and shit like that. But I'm just looking at him like, why do you have to still, like, defend yourself? Like, uh, like making, like, your own little videos saying, like, why was Meek standing there still and shit like that? It's all for attention, man. That's what these celebrities do. They just want attention. Like, no matter I don't even what. know what Safari even does besides be Nicki Minaj's ex-boyfriend. I don't know either. He raps, but his shit's whack. He was on Love and Hip Hop, but that, I don't, that show's whack. Yeah, because like, every time I see this guy anywhere, he's always fresh as hell. But um, he, like to me, he's, he's like a Kardashian. I'm all like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, what, what do you do? I have no idea, man. I don't. I, I don't even. I didn't really want to even talk about this, but it's 
in my list of what happened this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta inform the people, you know. Don't get jumped. That's the real story I'm trying to tell you. Uh, you Don't end up like this guy. If you got an asshole from coming, man, it's gonna come. I wonder if anybody wants to beat me up. Probably. I doubt it. Probably that guy, Jamie. I don't... Oh, Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, he works at a movie theater. You want to fight me for? Yo, Jamie is cool as shit, yo. We gotta get if Jamie the guy on the ever wanted to fight you, yo. I'd rather get Jamie on the podcast. I don't want to fight him. Well, Jamie, Jamie could definitely come on the podcast. For sure. Jamie, if you out there listening, which I highly doubt... He doesn't right even now, know we do this. Yeah. If he... If any kind of type of way, Jamie... Come on the podcast anytime you want. A lot more people would know about this shit if you actually help promote it, too. All you gotta do is post a shit on your Snapchat. It's not that hard. I do promote it. You don't. You Yeah, word of mouth. Yeah, when people ask about it, that's when I tell them all about it. Man, you're a fucking scumbag. I mean, it's not like I'm not out here not promoting it. <laughs> I guess, man. Whatever. What else we got? Dipset documentary coming soon? Oh, you that should have been out... You want years that? Years ago. Yeah, I would love a Dipset documentary. Absolutely. That should have been... Do they deserve one? Do, I mean... Yes. No, no. Are you kidding me? No, 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 no. Like, no, like, like is, or is, it, is it the right time is what I'm trying to say. Like, it, they're still kind of going, not together, but... I like, mean, they, they could have did one uh, a while back, but I mean, I guess now is as good a time as any. I just want to... I'd rather just went on cam, honestly. <laughs> one on... I mean, they probably do already got one on cam. I wouldn't doubt it, but like... Uh, Dipset, like... They are legends, for sure. Uh, absolutely, without... No, there's no questions, but, like, um... Cam actually posted on his Instagram, like, that's, that's coming, so... It should have been done a while ago, but now's as good as time as any. I'm glad it's a documentary, not, like, a biopic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hope it goes on, like, BET or Lifetime or whatever, put it up. Hopefully it's good. Yeah, that's the thing, too. I was thinking of, like, my first thought, like, came... was, like, um... What's that movie called? Uh, Killer Season. Mm -hmm. Like, it's low budget. So, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be done that way. But, like, um, I kept thinking, like, where, where's it going to come out now? Is it going to come out to, like, Netflix or something like that? Or is it going to come out straight yeah. to um, DVD or... I didn't think about Netflix because Netflix is, it, is taking up everything yeah, right now. Or is it going to be, like, a really big documentary where it goes out to theaters? Like, or it's going to be a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, like, it could like, be a YouTube like, video. where's it going to come out to? It's coming soon, according to Cam. So, I wonder if he even pieced it up with, like, uh, Jim. Probably not. Uh, he, I don't know, I couldn't tell you. I would, I would try to guess, but I actually have no idea. I feel like Jules doesn't even know what's going on. Like, he doesn't... I, I always thought Jules was, like, just the cool, laid-back dude who didn't give a fuck about nothing, about getting money, doing whatever. Actually, yeah, I kind of got that vibe from him, too, a lot. And then Cam always seemed like he wanted to be, like, the leader, and Jim, he was, like, the loyal dude, but, like, he kind of wanted to be the leader, too. Like, I kind of compare it to, like, uh, going back to Juice, like, uh, like uh, Bishop, Raheem, and, um, mm. what's, what was the other guy's name? Still? No, not still. The main guy. Oh, Q. Q. Like, I, I don't know if anyone's seen Juice. Like, you know their personalities. Like, I always uh, attributed their personalities to like Cam, Jewels, and uh, Jim. But hopefully, it's good. Hopefully, they're all involved. Oh, of course. Because I want yeah. every. I, I, want, I think all, everybody's gonna be involved. I want every side of the story. I want every. I want every story from the beginning to now, and I want new Dipset music too. Deadass. I wouldn't mind that at all. Yo, I was listening to um. Like old freestyles from Rap City, and um, one that actually really did stick out to me was uh, for one was Method Man's and um, mm. and, and um, Cameron. Like, and I remember being younger, um, I wasn't a big fan of Cameron. Like, I loved his beats and stuff like that, but like, um, it, it's I didn't I didn't start getting into Cameron until I was about maybe fifteen or something like that. Damn. But like, um, 
I just remember always saying, like, the way he raps and stuff like that, like, I just don't get it and blah, blah. But then when I got a little older and I started actually listening to it, I was like, he's, I get it, yo. Like, Kim like, is a beast like, when it comes to that shit. And his yo. flow was always, like, so, like, you could feel every bar, like, his swag. You could just feel, like, his presence, like. Yeah. He was, just, like, real, like, that swag shit. Like, he was. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he definitely has his own style, and that's what makes him so unique and shit like that. Like, yeah. I, I, re- I really respect everything Cam has done, yo. You put Cam top 10 best rappers of all time? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. That's fair. That's definitely fair. I, I agree. Definitely. Like him and um, oh, the other guy I mentioned too, uh, Method Man too. Like I've always been a, a big ass fan of uh, Meth Method Man. Meth, yo, for sure. Definitely better than Red, but like I love I love hearing them together. Like my favorite um album with those two is uh Blackout Two. Oh hell yeah! That's a great album. Wait, you said that uh you think uh, Method Man is better than a uh, Red Man? I think so. Yeah. For sure. I, I've always heard that argument, but like I really, I can't pick who's better because to me they're damn near both the same to me. Like they they got different uh, flows and stuff like that, but I mean like level of rapping and their lyrics and stuff. Like to me, it's they're both just on that same level. Certain songs like it always goes back and forth. Like like some songs I'll say like Red, Meth killed it and then say Red, but like I think overall I think Meth is just the better lyricist. Like his wordplay, his flow are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. As they got older, I feel like Red kind of like fell off. Nah, in, my, in my opinion, I think I think he's just more laid back with it. Yeah, maybe. But I feel like he didn't take it as serious because they were already popping. I guess I, I don't know. I don't know what the. I get a documentary on them too. Shit, I get a documentary like I want a Wu Tang documentary. No hell yeah! I was gonna say if you, if you do one on Meth or any of them, you gotta do it on all of them. Yeah, for sure. And that's the funny thing too. Actually, Meth got me into uh, Wu Tang because like I wasn't even big on Wu-Tang until I actually started listening to Method Man and shit like that. Because I was like, wait a minute, who's this group that he's a part of? And then, um, of course, everybody heard the song uh, Cream, Cream, and I was yeah. like, oh shit, that is Method Man. And it just started from there, and the rest is history. I know Wu-Tang's still playing. I mean, they actually put out a new song recently. I don't know if it's, it was all of them, but I know Wu-Tang is still doing stuff. So, so hopefully, maybe some... Like, I think this is like the perfect time for like stuff like this, like documentaries, mm-hmm. biopics, because like, these people are getting older. They're not dead, obviously, like, thank God, but like... yeah. This is, like, the perfect time for it, I feel. So, do you have, like, an ideal, like, who do you really want a documentary from or, like, a movie? Honestly? Who deserves one? Honestly, one that I know will be very entertaining, either, like, the whole Rock Nation or mm. one on Death Row. Definitely Death Row is, like, one of like everyone yeah. says. And Death Row, like, uh, it's definitely coming soon because the way they're uh, they're shooting everything, like, you got the 2 by movie that just came out, mm-hmm. and I think... The, I think they're, they're going to do one on the Dog Pound next, and then after that, they're going to do one on uh, Death Row, like, the whole thing, which I feel like they should have did that first mm. and then told everybody's story individually, but... I say Cash Money, too. Yeah, Cash Money, too. For sure. Definitely them, too. But I don't think that'll happen anytime soon because, I guess, with Lil Wayne Berman, Berman issues, yeah, it's like the approval yeah. for certain things that we talked about wouldn't even be allowed, so... Yeah. Oh, don't be surprised if you see a, um, <laughs> a documentary on uh, No Limit. What's the name's uh, label? Uh, Master P. Master P. Yeah, he, he got a pretty interesting he, story. He does, but like, who else was on No Limit that I should care about besides P? Like, Snoop, Snoop went to uh, No Limit. Was it? He wasn't. He went like, there. He went there after he left Death Row. But he wasn't there mad long. Like, he wasn't there real, real long. Like, um, he, I don't think that's even common knowledge, really. And I, people I, would know that. Some people know that, yeah, because um, everyone always said like, "Yo, Snoop, what's gonna happen to you?" Like, when you leave Death Row, because like right after Tupac uh, died. Shug went to jail, mm. and then Snoop eventually left, and that's 
Snoop admits he said like um, Master P damn near saved his career because Snoop didn't know what would what had happened with his career and he gave him a chance. Hmm. And and I think no other record uh, companies wanted to really touch Snoop too because he was coming off such a like not necessarily violent. Um, what's the word? More of an intimidating. Um, uh, appearances and stuff like that too, you know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't really necessarily his music. It was like kind of his surroundings. Yeah, like his image is his, his image. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for sure. no limit gave him the chance, and he didn't let them down. <laughs> for sure. But this is the, like I said, this is definitely a time for this episode, and I'm excited for what's next. Like any documentaries, biopics. Uh, I kind of would like another. Well, I guess Gilbert Die Trying was like a good example for Fifty's life. That was enough. Yeah, I, I guess we but, could all say that definitely was more. About his life. Actually, when it comes to biopics like that, I would definitely say the best one is probably Eight Mile. Mm, yeah, well, that's just a great movie to watch. <laughs> that's, that's it's really- a great movie to watch, but I think it it definitely has to be the best one because like it, it's definitely before Eminem even got into the music industry, but it shows like what he did to like get there and stuff like that, or just, just pretty much like the beginning of the beginning. You know what I mean? For sure. So, one last thing that I want to talk about that it really, really, really upset me. And I feel like we're kind of still, we still always have at least one topic of like negativity to talk about. So, last year, July 6, 2016, Philando Castillo, remember that guy? He got shot, uh, literally was on camera, like he was in car with, with his, his wife and his, his, his kid. Mm-hmm. And he was shot on camera, like, mm-hmm. he, was, he was like, he said he was like reaching for, um, he, he owned a gun legally. And he wasn't reaching for that. He had it on him, but he was reaching for his license. And the cop, like, just shot him, like, in the car. Yeah. And um, recently, the cop who shot him, like, he got fired, but he was acquitted of all his charges. And uh, it, it made me, it made me really upset because it's just like, this is literally visual proof. Like, all this guy gets is like, to lose his job and goes on unemployment or whatever like mm-hmm. he probably still gets like the little severance package or whatever it's called for getting fired and it's just like it made me i think i literally said when i read this like i, I hate this fucking country how literally that we can have someone on camera visual proof the, the story being spread all over the world mm-hmm. everyone knowing about it and this little short fucking asshole cop could just get away with it that's our justice system for, for us and the thing too, um, definitely with cop when it comes to like cop trials and shit like that, like if um, especially if, if you got live cops that like definitely liked you and shit like that, like they're gonna help you out like no matter what, because like cops are always gonna help out cops and shit like that, and they're part of the justice system too. So I feel like that's one of the reasons why like a lot of cops do get away with shit like that, but like it's just so frustrating. It, like it, it's very frustrating because like this could literally happen to me, like. Just, just for being black, like I could literally get shot, and like they could just toss it under the rug. Like it's just not. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Like, what do we do? Like, we tried talking last week. We last podcast we tried talking about like what we could do about guns, but like the cops who have to have the guns, like they can just get away with everything. Like, I don't know why this corruption. I know this corruption has been going on for a long time, for a long time. We're just now seeing it. And people always, of course, turn a blind eye to it because they never knew for sure, like if it was actually going on or not. But now that we have visual proof, and this thing seems like this is just like just get erased, it's just it's just crazy. It all goes back to the whole um, 
It's fucking crazy. The guy who got beat up by the cops, um, uh, Ronnie, Ronnie King. Ronnie King, yeah. Yeah, like he got beat up by the uh, fucking uh, cops and shit like that, all on tape. They they got away with the with, the, with whatever they did too. Shit, like going back to like Emmett Till, like the white the white lady fucking lied, said that he whistled at her. Yeah, yeah. And the cops beat him to death and shit like that, and that was actually a lie. He didn't do anything like that. And it's just, I'm just like really upset about this because it's just like this could literally happen to someone I know could happen to me, and it's still it's still happening too. That's the worst it's part about happening. it. It's like and, it's, and the thing too, like um, the sad thing too is like we're we're kind of used to this in a way. That's the problem, and like people just brush it brush it aside and then stop caring yeah. until it happens again. Like like we need to like keep caring. Like we need to just keep. I don't know what we do to stop it. Yeah, and that's the thing people need to. Like, stop like not caring like after after a few days after it blows past because like, just just like just like you said like this shit happens way too often and shit like that and when people like stop giving a fuck after a while like it's it's gonna like it's gonna keep repeating itself until like we finally take a stand and say yo enough is enough. Like, I don't know. If, it's gonna get to the point where it's gonna be uh get to just straight violence. Like two things I heard in two separate the two separate things said. One thing Tupac said at the end of the skit um, of the song "Mortal Man" with Kendrick Lamar. That's like an unreleased interview. Um, he said it's just going to get to a point where it's going to be nothing like like with bloodshed. He's going to get to the point where like people are just not going to are just going to get tired of like dealing with like the oppression, and, like the bullshit, mm-hmm. and it's going to get to like turn to turn to violence. And um, unfortunately, like I really do think it's going to get to that point because and it's already happening. Like people. In these communities, like so, like like with Ferguson, like there was like the 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 the, the riots, the, yeah, the riots and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it just sucks. And like another thing that uh, Joey Badass said in an interview, he said, because uh, mostly think these situations do happen in, like urban communities, mm-hmm. like the hood and stuff like that. Uh, well, that's like the easiest so they can get away with it because like I feel like they feel people in the hood don't have access to the internet and have access to like recording the shit so they can get away with it. Yeah. But he said. Um, that we need, like, the gangs in these in these urban communities need to, like, stand up for the people and be, like, the protectors mm-hmm. of the hood and stuff like that. And I kind of agree, like, the gangs shouldn't be going against each other and the people in the community. Yeah. Like, they should be protecting our own, like... That's the way gangs actually started out, too. Like, yeah. Like, they, they were supposed to be protecting their own neighborhoods and stuff like that, but then... It's kind of what the Black Panthers were, too, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. And... Unfortunately, it got a little out of control, like as time went on. But like, um, they definitely it needs to go back to that way, cause like, when we have protections and stuff like that, then when are they when are they gonna come out with us now? Like, you know? Yeah, and that could turn into like fucking civil war in these communities and shit like that. Yeah, it might have to come to that. Maybe, maybe I don't I don't really know what's next. I know it's not gonna stop, but it's it's just unfair. I didn't really want to get too deep into this because like, I really was like upset about this but <sighs> don't expect Donald Trump to do anything about it I don't, I don't I don't expect one person to do anything about it but I think we need to just come together somehow and just figure out what to do because it's oh, yeah, crazy <laughs> yeah before we end this too uh, I want to say rest in peace to um, Prodigy Prodigy yeah definitely rest in peace he did you see the story on TMZ that uh, it, what, he had sickle cell, but the headline on TMZ was he choked on an egg? Nah, I didn't read anything like that. That was the headline on TMZ. They, they, he didn't die from sickle cell. He didn't die from anything else. That he he was 
in the hospital bed. He was, I guess it was like a hard-boiled egg. There was no one else in the room with him, and he choked on it, and he died. Is that supposed to be like a joke or something, or? I don't know, but if. Was it actually? That was on TMZ. That was the, the TMZ is usually the first thing to report things. Yeah. That was, I thought that was just like a headline trying to be funny. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking right now. Like, is that supposed to be funny or something like that? Because. I don't know if the autopsy even came out about his passing, but that's what TMZ said, and I've. I lost a little respect for TMZ because, like, first of all, they put it in, like, a joking manner. Like, yeah. oh, rapper, like, chokes on egg in the hospital room. But, like, you got it's like, no respect. Like, respect someone's fucking yeah, existence. And, and he just TMZ, lost his life. TMZ usually is accurate about most of their stories, but they do get a few things wrong sometimes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm feeling like that's pretty much one of them. Like, how, how do you... How do you fuck up that headline and like how do you disrespect somebody like that too it's just no respect nowadays and i don't know when the when the autopsy comes out like we'll know for sure but the infamous is definitely a great album by mob deep mm-hmm. uh prayers up to his family and havoc too like his, his partner and you love you prodigy you definitely you definitely had a great contribution to hip-hop and you definitely appreciate it yo he's um <laughs> yeah the way I heard it too, like this one guy who stutters a lot, he was trying to tell me, and um, he finally eventually asked me, like, do I listen to Mob Deep? And I told him um, I listened to a lot of Mob Deep in high school and stuff like that. And as I got older, like, um, I didn't stop listening to him, but I just didn't listen to him as much as I did as I used to in high school. Yeah. And he told me, um, told me that one of them had died, and I'm thinking, but no, the way he first told me at first, I thought both of them had died because he said, "Yo, Mob Deep, the guy died." And I was like, we need that guy. Like, my beat is two people. He's like, yeah, he died. And I was like, they both died? Are you kidding me? What the hell's going on? <laughs> and and I, I kept asking him, like, my first reaction was like, they must have gotten into, like, a plane crash or something like that because they both died. So that means more people died. Jeez. So, <laughs> but, and I'm, I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking the full worst and shit like that. And then he says, nah, nah, um, uh, only one of them died. And I was like, oh, oh which one? And then he told me which one and shit like that. And, I'm just like, oh shit, yo, that's that's still real bad though because um because Prodigy was like, he was damn near like one of the best like not even rappers, just lyricists. No. At, at one time. Well, I'll give Prodigy for sure. He was the best at starting a verse. Like his first few lines in a bar like were always so memorable to me. And he sounded he was very unique too. He had his own sound. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you could probably put him as definitely one of your top favorite rappers of all time. And nobody will argue with you. No, nobody he, should. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Definitely held New York down, and we miss you, man. So like, it it sucks. He just put out an album recently I, uh, before he passed. I want to listen to it. Um, I forget what it's called, but um. I haven't heard it, but like, um, I hope um, um, I can never get the other guy's name. Uh, uh Havoc. Yeah. And, I really hope he does something like maybe he puts out like another album like for a tribute towards uh, Prodigy. For sure, like I, I, the Mob has a pretty good story too. Like on their come up, like mm-hmm. I would like to see something like that too. I wouldn't mind. They, 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 and it takes you back to it's like them and Tupac beefing and shit like that. They had beefs with a lot of people too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I remember they had a beef with Joe Bud. Like Joe Bun had a beef with Prodigy at one point. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to have a because. Those those dudes were like deep in the streets, yo. For sure, yeah. Like, like when they really talk about all that street shit, like, cause you know you have some rappers who would talk about hood shit, but you don't believe them. Th- yeah, it's not believable and shit like that. But like, nah, but Mob Deep, like, even when they was on top of shit, they they still be up in the hood and shit. Like, they were from f- same place as my uh, Nas, Queensbridge, man. Yeah, man. So 
R.I.P. R.I.P. Prodigy. R.I.P. Philando Castillo. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. This is our ninth episode. We've we're almost had... Our next episode is a milestone. Ten episodes. A mini mini milestone. And I feel like... That's crazy. Yeah, I feel like every episode that we talked about so far, we just mentioned someone dying. That's what happens. We got we to gotta talk about it. We got to give our... <laughs> but, like, I feel like we still keep it kind of balanced, like, with... Posit- some type of positivity and lighthearted shit. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do. Like we did, what we didn't talk about today is how Michael Phelps is gonna r- race a shark in some in like a next. I don't know if it's like the, not an Olympic event or some shit. He's gonna raise a shark. Ra- he's gonna race. Michael Phelps is gonna race a shark. Race a shark. Like swimming, like race. He's a. F- well, Alright, I'm kind of glad we didn't talk about this. That, that sounds really stupid to me. It's that, that's what I read. That's, that was the headline. I didn't. The fuck, are you gonna beat a fish in swimming? Okay. First of all, fish just have their own, they have their own mind. It's gonna kill him. That's what I'm saying. Yes, it's, it's gonna, exactly. It's like, gonna, first, how are you gonna race it? Like, you're not gonna win. He's gonna die, and he agreed to it. It's gonna happen. I don't know how they're gonna control it, tame it, but Michael Phelps, you might be it. We might be seeing RP to Michael Phelps soon. Man, have fun with that. Whatever. We're out of here. Have fun with that. We're out of here. Thank you for listening. Love you. Peace. <laughs>